Hello and welcome back to uh, another episode of AB Side. What episode are we on? We're on episode 13, I believe. Oh, we're on 13. There it is again, commenting on the episode number again. Welcome back. We took a break last week. Why, Ben? Why? Uh, well, you were on annual leave. I was on annual leave. Yep. And I guess if I'm on leave, you can't do the show without me? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's hard to argue with myself. I mean, I do it, but it's not as entertaining, I think, for us. Do you, do you argue with yourself, Ben? No. Do you not have an internal dialogue? Yeah, I talk to myself, but I'm always right, so it's, I just agree with myself. That was a thing two years ago where I think there was an article written about how there's, there's a small percentage of people that don't actually have an internal dialogue. Did That's you, so weird. Do you, do you remember that? It went. It's like um, it's like this this one where uh, can you can you visualize an apple in front of you right now? Yeah, I can. Some people can't do that. Like they oh, have no really? no visual. Yeah, yeah, That's it's crazy. Nuts. Anyway, so last week Ben couldn't argue with himself, um, so we took a break. But we're back now. Yeah, we're back now. All rested and recovered and ready to roll. Yep, you know, Auntie, I'm surprised. Uh, we both heard from people that were concerned. Concerned, yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, <laughs> what is this? Three months in. Yeah, we've. Some people are really on it. Some people are behind that I know because um, I still get feedback from like episode three, um, <laughs> ten episodes ago. But um, yeah, some people were concerned. I think I had a message today from uh, I'm not going to say who, but uh, a good friend of ours said. Hi, Anzi. Are you and Ben okay? You've not done a podcast this week. Is everything okay? And I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I had similar messages. Yeah. No, thank you for your concern. We're okay. We just needed, um, well, I was on a break and it was, uh, it was part of having rest, which was uh, mentioned in a few episodes ago. That's right. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that. I've got some feedback. So my mum sent me this book, uh, Strengthening the, the Soul of Your Leadership. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is about... Who's like, it by? It's by Ruth Haley Barton. I don't know who she is. Okay. Um, but it's really good. I'm like four chapters in. And it's, it's all about your... Specifically as leaders, but um, how we can really find rest in our souls and, and not be just focused on, on doing. It's kind of like a Mary and Martha type thing. But I'm really enjoying it. It's good. Would recommend. Highly recommend. Link in the show notes. Yep. Hi, mum. <laughs> um, I had feedback about the uh, vanity episode, Ben. Okay. I had a fair amount of uh, comments about um, how you you mentioned how you dress up for your significant other. And then I commented how, what about single people? Are we not allowed to dress up for people? And we didn't continue on with that discussion because it got, I sensed it got a bit awkward. Even as I was listening to it again, I sensed, yeah, it was a bit awkward. But people actually want to know, as a single person, aren't you meant to dress up? How are you going to find someone? <laughs> how do you answer that, Ben? I don't know. What do you think? I asked you. Don't deflect. I need some. I'm just processing the question. I need some time. Because because uh, your point your point about the vanity episode was, um, yeah, don't don't bother. Vain is sin. Vanity is sin. Um, yeah, being vain is all about pride, which I agree with. But we all dress up. We all have to wear clothes. Yes, we do all have to wear clothes. <laughs> it would be indecent to walk around naked. Yeah. Yep. Adam and Eve discovered that after the fall, which leads into my point about sin. But uh, I no, I think I think I think if you're trying to, because you made oh, a comment, it's so tricky. This is this you is made like a another... comment. You yeah, you yeah, yeah. dress up to please your significant other. Some of us don't have significant others. Yeah. Are we are we done for then? Are we going to be perpetually single for the rest of our lives because we didn't put in an effort? Look, um, I've said this before, not on the show, but I'm not a good person to ask about yeah, um, I know. dating advice because my last uh, girlfriend, my wife, uh, 
but the last time I was not engaged was when I was 18. So um, <laughs> decisions that, that teenage Ben made, that one was a good one, but um, <laughs> other, other dating and relationship decisions that were made when I was um, younger than 18... I, it doesn't have. I don't have a lot of wisdom to to offer um, based on past experience. So I think I think that was one of the questions that someone asked me, and I totally agree with them that it wasn't right of you just to say it's only dress dressing up for your significant other. But actually, we it there is a line, and I'll go back to my point. Um, not to dress up to the point that it becomes an idol in your life, but um, dress appropriately, I would say. Yeah. Right, yeah. I think, I think it's just like not dressing for yourself. I think, I think it's okay to dress up for a date or... And I, then I another yeah. question, Ben, was about what about like people with insecurities? What if they've got scars? What about like oh we also wanted well i wanted to talk about plastic surgery and like mm. botox and like you know people with with um issues about you know that that cause them to be really self-conscious but we never got round to it but it's all yeah. kind of linked um and there are you know surgery corrective surgery things for people's appearances um i have some dermatology friends and i'm always talking with them about you know, appearances and how many people are self-conscious and have many issues with it. But um, this is the nature of a fallen world. We worry about our appearances. Yeah, and we, we, we kind of want to be in a world where we don't have to do that. But Yeah. Like in said, heaven. But... Heaven yeah, will be heaven. fine, yeah. yeah. We'll have a new, new body, new creation. So that's something to look forward to. Yeah, so... Thanks for all the feedback, guys. Keep them coming. All right. Let's move on. Short one. So I have um, an active listener. Hey, active listener. You know who you are. And it reads, could you do an episode on escapism, please? More now than ever. I have friends relying on drugs and alcohol to entertain themselves. I want to help them, but it's hard. I feel like I've been delving into escapism by playing video games to pass the time. But now I'm bored and I want to spend more time being productive. Sounds like a good episode topic, Ben. What do you think? I think it's good. Do you know what I was doing while I was waiting for you to call just now? What? Were you playing video games? I was sitting here playing video games, yeah. Oh, well, I was literally on my Instagram um, and I was reading a post that your wife posted (laughs) (laughs) about mental health. Oh, okay. Was it repost? Uh, yes, it was a really good repost. So, escapism. We kind of dipped into this in a couple of topics, but I, I think it's, Which it's topic? good. Which uh, topic? Entertainment, I think. Quarantainment. Episode five. Yeah. Productivity, work, episode. Yeah, possibly. So, what's your... What's your... Um, what's experience? escapism first? Oh, do we have to go to the dictionary again? What's wrong with that? I love the dictionary. I hate it. It's so, like, it's tacky. Because to me, it's like, I'll look in the dictionary and it'll help me create a mind map within my mind. Oh, yeah, that's helpful for you, but maybe... But, oh, it's yeah. helpful for me, but it's fine. There's if more it's not creative for ways you. that we can engage our audience. But anyway. Some of us like it, some of us don't. No, I don't want to do it. You do it. I'm not going to do fine. it. Fine. Let me ask Siri. Hey, Siri. Uh-huh? Define escapism. Escapism means the tendency to seek distraction and relief from unpleasant realities, especially by seeking entertainment or engaging in fantasy. Ooh, fantasy. That's a word. Distraction, relief from unpleasant reality. So here you have multiple words, which we can then go into. We're not writing an essay. By seeking entertainment and engaging in fantasy. It's helpful, Ben. These are the words that are helpful. So the word is escaping reality. Why? What's wrong with your reality? Why do you have to escape? That would be my first question. Are you asking me why I have to? So Generally, okay. no. Not I don't you know if specifically. Is, I don't know if this is the case for, for you, but I think for me, escapism happens... Uh, that subconsciously or it's not a conscious decision uh most of the time it it's not me trying to avoid 
um, particular things deliberately. But when I'm aware, when I notice it, then I'm aware that I am avoiding things. Is that the case for you? Uh, I think it varies because you escapism can also be bordering on procrastination. Right. That's 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 a. Um, Is that separate? No, no, no. That's a great one. Like, <laughs> I would say a lot of the time when we are, are escaping, it's escaping from things like procrastination or from things like work. Right. So you are procrastinating by doing other things. Yeah. Because then you are finding an excuse to not do that task at hand. Yeah, definitely. E- either don't not doing it or not thinking about something. You know, like, oh, I know that I need to pay that bill, but I don't want to think about it. So I'm going well, to go watch. You need to pay your bill because, you right, know, yeah. otherwise you'll, ch- you'll incur a fee. Yeah, but sometimes it's better to just ignore it. Or, you know, like, I need to... My internet's bad. I need to last... fix my internet. But, uh, you know, I'm just going to... Just gonna ignore it. We don't know anyone like that. P.S. Listeners, Ben was on my case to sort out my internet at the start of lockdown. I was having all sorts of bandwidth issues, and then finally, I got it got too much. Ben was asking me every week, "Have you called your internet supplier?" Lo and behold, it didn't work. I can't get through anyway. I just upgraded, paid extra. It helps now. It's fixed. That's good. Right, but th- there is an element of escaping, escaping the the realities of of what we're facing, right? Yeah, and you were part of that reality to keep nagging me. I guess there's always going to be someone who's going to nag you, like a nagging mum or a wife. But not always. Sometimes you can just not do your work, and then it doesn't get done, and then you face. And then the what happens? Then what happens? What what are the consequences? Then you, you you get in trouble, or you you lose. Your you house. don't get a grade, or you know, um, <laughs> you lose your house. You don't yeah, pay your mortgage. Yeah, but sometimes it's not people nagging you. Sometimes you can you can just escape, and there's there's no one to catch you, right? Why though? Is it because you're in denial of the reality? You just don't want to live in the real world. Maybe that's really sad. Why don't people want to live in the real world? Okay, so so I uh, I've kind of said that I experience escapism. Do you? Do you uh, escape a lot? I think so, occasionally, especially if I'm really stressed about something. So I feel like during lockdown, they they said at the start of lockdown to beware of your mental health. And I remember at the start of lockdown, I kept watching the news. Like, I literally had the news channel on, BBC News, on in the background. And um, my journalist friend, said at work because she works for them um that is the screen of distraction (laughs) it's always on in their office and yeah it is but another friend said to me and you need to be careful because actually watching too much news can especially when you're by yourself can actually bring more harm to you and so I started to avoid the news then at one point because it did get a bit too bad and I started just watching watching shows and watching funny things and listening to stand-up comedians and listening to new podcast shows. And then I felt guilty for not being aware of the reality. And then I'd go and watch the news again. So it's like a backwards and forwards thing. So in some ways, I do escape occasionally. You just need to switch off from the world from time to time. Is that wrong? See, I, I don't think everything... I don't think escapism is necessarily defined by its actions, but the motives for why you are doing that thing um so so i sat down at the end of today i've had a day where i've been like with the family all day mm-hmm. uh, i feel like i've been productive we did some cooking and some baking um so i didn't feel like when i was sitting down to play animal crossing um which which i'm playing with sophie by the way uh, which is great to, to have a video game to play with with um with your family but um yeah, I didn't feel like I was escaping into that today. I felt like, oh, you know, I'm just sitting down. I'm just like passing the time. I'm just doing doing something. Uh, so it kind of depends on what is our motive for why we're. But you are escaping. Doing that. You are going into a different realm, the virtual world. Are yes, you not? but Nancy, if you want to use the dictionary definition, um, sorry, let me just get it. 
Oh, you do now. You want to use a dictionary definition? Said I don't like the dictionary. Yeah, well, I'm just using it to to refute your point. It's um, seeking distraction and relief from unpleasant realities. So it's not just like, are you allowed to read a non a fiction book or like, are you allowed to watch TV? That is a like, form of escapism, is it not? Reading a fiction book. No, it isn't escape. Well, it depends. That's what I'm saying. So I don't think it's I don't think it's the action itself. It's the motive behind your action. Why are you reading that book? Are you reading it because you're stimulating your imagination? Or are you reading it because you want to be taken away from the situation that you're currently in? Mm, so I guess it depends on where you come from. Ooh, 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 ooh. Is it the state of your heart, Ben? Is it a heart thing? I think it... <laughs> I think it, it well yeah your heart or maybe your soul um a good a good example you know is um sometimes when i sit down to watch a film uh-huh. do you ever do this when you like going through netflix and you're like oh i've seen all the good films yeah um actually i have like on my watch list or whatever it is i have all of these like all of these films like critically acclaimed films like oscar winning films mm-hmm. that are on my list of like oh yeah i really should watch that film people say that's a really good film but I'm never in the mood to watch yeah. those films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you... What I want is like some stupid comedy. Mm. And that is escapism. Like I'm, I'm looking for no. what is going to shut my mind off, not what is going to be actually entertaining and um, take me on some kind of journey. But the thing is, watching comedies can help you release some form of endorphins. No? No, I mean, the happy most, comedies, most comedies are rubbish though, aren't they? No, not if they're really well made. There like aren't if that they're many relatable well-made comedies, though. That's uh, like that. Like depends on your sense of humor. Subjective again. I guess, but yeah, what I'm looking for is like the lowest common denominator when I when I sit down to to watch TV a lot of the time, and that 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 is because I'm often trying to escape. You want to switch off your brain. I'm... Yeah. So that's. That's still for a form of escapism. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Whereas if I sat down to watch, like, like Inception or, mm. or something, I didn't think that would be escapism. I think that would be like, oh, here's an entertaining and interesting story that I want to follow. Mm. It's interesting you mentioned this, um, Inception because I thought about the individuals that purposely went and got, you know put to slumberland and oh yeah wow yeah kept returning back to those dreams i thought about that earlier yeah i thought about it but that's because they wanted to escape the the world that they were living in just to return back to a scene with their loved ones or you know just living in the fantasy world even though what was it that little drop of drug they would be sleeping for i don't know 10 minutes and that's the equivalent of how many years in the dream world which is crazy um but that's fiction that's film i'm talking about our lives right now in our in our real time world i would like to wonder how many hours do i spend playing on this video game do you play video games not really not anymore now I did at the start of lockdown, but then I think I just try to limit my screen time on my phone. I do more social media now because I just need humans in my life. I miss humans. Video games are just too insular. You don't connect with others unless you're playing a game with another individual. Oh, let me tell you about Animal Crossing. It's so good. Oh, no, please. You you literally, you just go around and decorate your house and and water your plants in your garden. Kind of, yeah. Oh, Uh, that sounds like fun. (laughs) Yeah, but it's funny because it's like I could do all of those things in my actual house. Oh, in real life? Yeah, but no, I have to play on this game. Why do you have to do that? I guess it's escapism, right? It's something you can control. You can control your own life by watering your own plants. Not that you have plants in your house. I have plants in my garden. Oh yeah, that's I've got, true. I've got I've got bean plants. By the way, feedback from any listeners, please. My bean plants are not not growing beans. If you have any tips, send them in, please. Um, yeah, we've we've got a vegetable patch. Um, you need but, some nutrients in that soil. Yeah, yeah, I've got I've got the fertilizer. It's okay. They're still growing. They're just not like flowering yet. My dad used to pee on um, his grass just to give it more nutrients. Nice. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> 
Anywho. There's not a button on Animal Crossing to do that either, so. Nice, nice. Oh, it does sound like The Sims. I used to really enjoy Sims. Loved The Sims. And the drama that you could just do between people. Causing fights, jealousy. Yeah, maybe maybe let's not talk about our, our um, yeah, what, what you did to, to your Sims. <laughs> Did you ever make like a swimming pool for them and then remove that ladder so that they'd just stay in there and it'd be swimming forever? And then you'd make a house. Then they die. Yeah, they would die. And then you'd make a house and then there'd be no rooms, uh, no no doors, no windows, and then there'd be no furniture and then just be like so sad. Um, Yeah. Did you ever do this one though? Did you ever make just a room room full of fireplaces and make them? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is really bad. This is all escapism. Is it? So, is there a difference between because you wouldn't do that in real in the real world? It's so unethical, so dodgy. (laughs) Yes, yes, it is. Why would you do that to your (laughs) set someone on fire? Why would you do that to your avatar, that person that you've created and you picked out an outfit for them? Yeah. Is so? Is there a difference between like escapism and um? like dreaming or like using your imagination is there a difference between escapism and using your imagination uh no because imagination can also help you spark have some visionary concepts to help you create if you are in the creative industry um if you are naturally the type of person to be making plans and you know say if you work for a company that they need direction um like a lot of senior leadership people, they need to have a visionary mindset. And it comes with having a mind that is imaginative and being willing to explore those platforms. So I think it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, is it a bad thing to read a fiction book? Is it a bad thing to read a fiction book? Oh, depends what fiction book. <laughs> So, so no, I had then. I had a friend who broke up with her boyfriend. I know fiance, yeah. They broke off their engagement. It was really sad. And then she ended up going um on a book bender, shall we say, and just read all of the Twilight. Wild. Yeah, very wild. Read all of the Twilight books. And just locked herself in her room and and just was moping and just like just stayed there and read all those books and i would call that escapism because that, yeah yeah that's blatantly escapism because you are blocking out you know simple tasks like having a shower leaving your bedroom um just just basic necessities of life that you should be doing but instead you're choosing to opt for this different thing is reading fiction escapism ben no, I don't think so. I think it can be, like in that example. Um, yeah, if you take it to that extreme, yeah. I think it comes down to your motives again. But have I you... guess it would be possible to read Twilight without, without doing it in a negative way, I guess. But have you ever read a book where it's so gripping that you can't put it down and then you're like, oh no, but I want to read the next chapter and read the next chapter and then before you know it, you get to the end and you don't know what you're going to do with your life because you finish the book. Yeah. yeah. That's but again, a good book. That's a good book. I don't I don't think that's always escapism though. I think I think it's it's when you're, you're doing it. It's when you yeah, but it's when you don't want to face the reality. Like you could still be doing that, but like getting on with your day to day activities as well, you know. And then you put your book down and then all you think about is the book. And how this character, that character and like it excites you and stimulates your brain. Yeah, and I think that's fine. I think it's okay. Isn't that like an addiction then? No, I think it depends how you approach it. Like, what are you, what are you doing that for? Because to me, the more you spend doing something, the more addictive it can, yeah, it can be. And then you want to escape. Hence why there's like, you know, alcoholism, addiction to drugs. Right. And that's something that I guess we haven't really talked about yet. Like, 
other forms of escapism other than just like our nice Netflix. Christian. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, escapism's bad. I think escapism is 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 your choice to not connect with um the real world. With the real world, yeah. What God has given you to deal with, or what's there in front of you. Yeah. yeah. So they said during the start of lockdown that increase of uh, alcohol sales um, has, yeah, it's just increased dramatically and there's a lot more people drinking. Um, I have, uh, I know some people that uh, were stockpiling wine <laughs> before Brexit happened for fears of uh, not being able to get a decent wine once Brexit happened. Um, I also know that, yeah. It's quite a normal thing for um, people to turn to when they have a high stress job, just to wind down at the end of the day with a glass of whiskey, the strong stuff. And it's sad, and I do want to help them, but they need to be able to admit it themselves that they have a problem. Right. I mean, I guess that's, yeah. It, it's it's some kind of addiction, isn't it? it, is it or addiction. it can lead to addiction. It is an addiction. It's not all, but alcoholism is. But drinking alcohol isn't. And just just like reading a book is not being addicted to to reading books, right? So is it a case of how much time and effort you spend on this thing, and if it consumes you, is that bad then? I think that's why it's that's why it's bad because it can come to consume and define you. But actually, I think it might be interesting to talk about why is escapism a problem now more than before um, COVID? Because we're living in unprecedented times, Ben. Did you see the, um, there's like a, 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 like a word or like a brain, a brainstorm of like how emails have started in the past three months? Oh, how? Like that was one of the top things in these unprecedented times or like (laughs) in these uncertain times. We're committed to like yeah all the emails you've been having from from like Sainsbury's or or like Google whatever, um, yeah I think it's because our world is smaller, isn't it? Our worlds are smaller right now. Mm, yes, we, can, we are like, more connected with everything that's happening. Well, no, I mean I, I meant it in the other way actually. Like like what what's actually there in front of us around us is the same every day. Um, and we get excited about, oh, yeah, I'm going to B&Q today because that's that's my trip out for like the week or whatever. That was. I was so excited exactly. when I went to B&Q yesterday. Yeah, because it's something new. It's something different. Um, and so I can understand why um, why we might not want to, to face. Like, I, I'm sure we've all been through, like, I've definitely been through um, periods where I feel more down about the situation and just just ah nothing's everything days is the same like it's the same thing day in day out and and so it's yeah it's it's difficult i think it is because i don't know we just it's the depravity of the world it's just knowing that we're in this suffering world and we just don't want to have to deal you know when you're watching tv and there's an advert or you know online and there's an advert for like people in Yemen or people in the third world countries that don't even have running water um, and they don't have any soap to wash their hands with. And by default, people just want to just skip to another channel or just scroll way past it because you don't want to have to deal with the real world. It's like a broken system and it's really upsetting. And those aren't even our problems. I know. So how? We naturally we naturally get tired of these things though. When whenever we're dealing with like our jobs, our health concerns, chores, taxes, family obligations, to do lists, the more you think about it, the more heavy it weighs upon us. And and to also deal with someone else's rubbish, it can make sense like how recreation can be helpful as a form of escape to help find balance. 
But I also know that taking it to the other extreme, when you are only seeking those things, only seeking recreation, it can become an idol when it becomes first in your life. I don't, I don't even think it's an idol. I think, you don't I think, think it's an idol? I think to the people that are listening that are, um, that are in that situation, whatever it is, video games or TV or whatever, um, you don't feel good about it when you're, when you're doing it. It doesn't become like, I want to go and play Call of Duty or whatever. It, it just becomes kind of a, um, like, I don't know what else to do, so I'm going to go and do that because that's all I've kind of, that's what I can control. Um, and, it, and, and then it starts to become an addiction. So I, I think it's almost, it's not really an idol. It's not like people are um, are proud of, hey, yeah, guess what? I played um, this game for 12 hours. Or like, <laughs> hey, like I, I drank like half a bottle of whiskey by myself. People don't, people aren't proud of that, that kind of stuff um, because they know that it's, um, it's trying to fill a hole that, that it definitely, that it can't, it can't ever um, even, even, yeah, even get close to doing. Because from what I understand is that, yeah, the Bible does encourage us to have breaks and have times where we just stop from our work um, and have that refreshment. Um, But it also warns against excess to me. Like, I know that when there is too much of something, it can be a bad thing. Too much work, burnout. Too much, yeah, and- too much rest. Hmm. Laziness. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Rest. You can be productive in your rest. Um. Like, I, it's not. It's not. I don't feel like it's like a balance thing. It's. It's just. It's just a. Um. You're looking in the wrong place if you're trying to find meaning in. Oh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get really good at this, or I'm gonna find out what happens in this story. Um. Or, or you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this substance because that's what makes me feel good. Um, mm. Or I'm gonna sleep around because, like that, that's what, gonna, that's what's gonna fill the, the, it, give me the impression of love, even if, um, even if it's not, not really there. So I think, I think it's it, it speaks to us trying to fix our own problems. I found this quote in in Jeremiah. Um, mm. Actually, it came up on social media just before this. Um, oh yeah which is i think how cool. timely yeah exactly <laughs> That's good. even when we don't prepare at least the holy spirit can still prompt us hey 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 That's good. so Jer- jeremiah two twenty eight. but where are your gods that you made for yourself let them arise if they can save you in your time of trouble nice uh, yeah i was like you know what that that is what escapism is isn't it it's you're 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 constantly thinking oh if i just have one more drink if i if I just get to the next level, if I get to the next chapter or the next start the next series, then I'm going to feel better. It's going to fill that gap. Um, and it never does, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it never does. Because we all know that only Christ can satisfy us. Yeah. And I think that, that then comes back to, you know, like when we were talking about rest and like, what does it mean to rest? That's I think that's why I was so against kind of saying oh yeah on your sabbath you should be able to take time for yourself because it can very easily at least for me it can very easily turn into oh well that means that i can play video games all day and Mm. i know that 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 doesn't bring me closer to god in any way like that it's not um i'm actually switching off my my brain my thoughts and i'm just kind of like yeah just just kind of going through like a robot i guess Mm, yeah, I guess. So. How, how do you feel about about silence? Do you do you Ooh. have times in your day when there's nothing? There's not no even media, music. Yeah, I realized during lockdown I listen to a lot more music. Mm. No, actually, there's not a lot of silence. Yeah, me too. Uh, even in the shower, I've got like a Bluetooth um, yeah. speaker. I, I I have my phone blasting music. I think the only times of silence is when I'm like consciously 
choosing to work in silence because maybe I'm working on a video and I need to hear the audio. Maybe yeah. I'm writing. That's so annoying, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you yeah. can't listen to music when you're doing that kind of <laughs> yeah, work. Yeah, I know, I know, which is really annoying. Not even instrumental music, you know, which I would probably be listening to if I'm writing something or preparing for a sermon um, or doing devotional. But yeah, silence. Interesting. Why? Is music escape? No, I don't think it... it well, it depends what music is, but... Um, no, I don't. I don't think it is. But music um, can but, transport you. Like I said, yeah, yeah. I, I said to um, I said to my female uh, sisters in my girl life group, how recently? Well, actually, I was sharing about my week off, and um, I I was just spending time listening to God's worship music and just soaking, um, and just resting and just appreciating the song lyrics and the tunes and. Is that escapism? No. No, it's not escapism, is it? But you're still dwelling and you're still... You're, yeah, you're I, dwelling I, that's on, part on the reality, with aren't God. you? Yeah. Part of connecting yeah, with God. You're on the reality. I don't think that's escapism at all. I think that's, that's the opposite. You're, you're focusing your mind on, like, this is, this is really the way that, that things are and, and I'm focusing on those. And I think that's, that's fine. Um. I, I think obviously there's a place for us to to have to have music or to to listen to podcasts, but I I think I've been thinking about my own habits and how difficult it is for me to just like be with my own thoughts. Are people too you know? scared to do that? Maybe I, I, I don't even so. know. I, I can't even so. tell you why because it's, I don't it's think called about my avoidance. It's called avoidance. Sometimes well, you don't. Right? Yeah, you don't want to, yeah, escapism, avoidance. You don't want to confront your skeletons in your closet, basically. Perhaps. Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe that is. But I mean, for for me, I'm like, I'm not aware of anything. Like I, I, some one thing that I try and do to, to help with that is, is like, write, ask myself questions and like, write down the answers. Mm, just to, in whatever it is like even even just like thinking through a a, a problem or something that, that's really that, good ben that's that a good to, tip to, to do yeah we should all do that i don't do that enough if if anything i just just regurgitate everything that's heavy on my heart like through the form of a journal um and that is my unloading to god get everything out yeah I think what's hard about, um, you know, I was thinking about like life as when you're in school or university and like your, a large part of your day is like laid out for you already. Like, you know that, oh, on Monday morning I have English. Mm. And so I need to make sure that I'm thinking about not, uh, yeah, you know, we've all been students. We, we know that we're not actually thinking about English, but like, at least, you know, like, at least you're mentally prepared for what's happening and you don't need to really think about anything else except what's my morning lesson and then what's my like mid-morning <laughs> lesson, what's my afternoon lesson. Funny you right. should say that because I, my, whenever I have a nightmare, it's usually because I've, um, forgotten to bring my PE kit and it's like first thing Monday morning that is my biggest fear forgetting my PE kit and getting detention <laughs> still as a grown woman that's one of my wow. biggest fears wow maybe you need to yeah delve into that and figure out what's going on <laughs> this is not a um a counseling anyway. podcast which we should talk about one day anyway. yeah maybe yeah um yeah I, I so I was thinking about how life is so much simpler when you're yeah. younger and, and like as an adult, it's, you're just like, and maybe in the 21st century as well, there's just like a million and one things just coming at you all the time. Distractions. Like just not in, yeah, like out of order. Like it's very difficult for, um, for you to just have a day when you're just focused on this one task without having to worry about anything else or, you know, um, or it's difficult for me anyway. Um, and so maybe that's why I like to have this, I don't know. Yeah, I like to, to try and escape into something. Is it because society is no longer getting bored? You don't like boredom. You're always looking for something to do. 
it's, I don't think it's just boredom. It's that like it feels I feel bad if I spend too long just doing one thing. Like I feel guilty about it. Depends what you're doing. Do you feel guilty for spending too much time with your family? Uh, no. <laughs> but but I will be. But when I'm doing that, I will be aware of oh, you know, that I should thing be doing needs to work. Happen. Yeah, let's be real. No, I'm not thinking we should be doing work. But um, there, there, there might be like, oh, yeah, I do need to go and do this thing and that thing before. before. I mean, even yesterday. Uh, what day is it? Sunday. Yeah, even yesterday on Saturday, um, I was, uh, we were visiting my parents and and I had to bring my laptop and, and finish off some work. Oh, like, wow. Did you? Yeah, because just that's just like life is just like messy and there's there's always something to do feels like there's always something yeah you can't just yeah. you know like i've been talking to my friends that have been like put on part-time furlough or uh. um or even not working or furloughed um and it's really really hard to disconnect completely it from is. like even though that's like what the law says you're not allowed to work if you're furloughed you're not allowed to like oh just do that thing for me like it's really hard to do that mm. And and so I think, like, it feels for me, like, it's very hard to just, I wish that there could just be, like, a, a one-track thing of, you know, like, today I'm just going to do this thing. and I'm not going to think about those other things. There's too much going on. Do you know what it is, Ben? What is it? It's discipline. It's actually, it's self-control and it's discipline. And I strongly believe that self-control is um, something that the Holy Spirit can help us with when it comes down to um, saying no to things and uh, just practicing restraint. Because to me, it sounds like if you aren't able to switch off and get stay offline, then are, are you... I know that there is a need to get the work done, but so I, I took a week off last week because I knew that if I didn't, I would be heading into burnout um, because there was just too much going on. And so leading up to um, the day that I had officially booked off, I knew I still had to get a lot of the work done ahead of time so that I could not like have to open up my laptop and get work in um, just to do the work ahead of the deadlines. And that helped, though there was pressure at the start, like just to get everything done. And I was like working around the clock just to get it all done. But after all that work was done, I didn't open up my laptop at all. I didn't even sit at my workstation um, because I knew I had to rest away from it. And that isn't really escapism. That would be just, just yeah, that's God just is telling that's us cool. yeah, to, to have a rest from our work because there is a time to rest and just to connect and recharge with God. And I and I did that that week, and it was really good to have that rest for the first time during lockdown. Because every day it's just been like go 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 go. Even on my day of Sabbath, there is an element of rest, but it's still not full seven days of rest. But then there was a, an evening where I did binge watch on a show, um, which yeah <laughs> is escapism. Um, I mean, it, it kind of depends, doesn't it? Yeah, it does like, depend. It, it does depend. But there is a need to, as humans, we do need to rest our minds. Um, yeah, we do. Yeah, it, yeah, and I don't think escapism is is really just that, but it's it's when we're well, I don't want to repeat myself, but it's it's when we're when we're looking for for a way to get away. Okay, but what about? Tasks aside now, what about issues with people? When someone is confronting you and you don't want to have to deal with them and so you want to escape from them. That's also escapism. Yes, we're on the same page. Yeah. This is why I want to resolve... This is why I, I come across sometimes as argumentative because <laughs> I... Or maybe why I'm argumentative. Because... You know, like, I don't want to leave something... Agree to un... disagree. Right, exactly. I don't want to leave something undecided or I don't want to leave... Sometimes um... you have to. 
but I don't want to leave an argument unresolved. Like if if it's a personal thing, right? Rather sometimes than like you have a, to break away. Like a, is the earth round kind of thing? Um, well, that's like, different. I, but... I don't want to leave a relationship damaged in any way. So I want to reach a conclusion. And for for me, with my male logical whatever whatever makes me who I am, um, brain. Uh, it's it's like well, you want to fix a cor- things. There must be yeah, there must be a correct thing here. So I want to fix yeah. our misunderstanding, either either your misunderstanding or mine or whatever. Um, but I don't want to leave it alone until it's fixed because some I don't things can't be fixed straight away. Ben, escape. some things need to wait and simmer. Right, like we all have different ways of dealing with conflict, and sometimes we have to let it wait and simmer. Granted that sometimes if you let it simmer for too long, it might become explosive like a pressure cooker. Yeah. But but from my understanding is that there is a time for everything. Um, it's not always pleasant to have to deal with individuals that are toxic and sometimes you have to escape from them. Ooh, I, I mean, if you're talking, <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about now. I'm talking about like when you are being confronted by an individual and you know you have to resolve this issue, but yet it, we as humans, we tend to take the path of least resistance. So we don't want to have to deal with them. So we will take the easy route out and avoid. Yeah. Well, that is escapism, but that's not the same as like toxic people. Like if th- there's like, yeah, there's a difference with like some relationship that you are trying to fix, trying your best to yeah to to keep up, and the other person is not being genuine. That then you know like the, there is a time to to step away from that. I don't think that's escaping escapism, is it? It's it's that's the right thing to do in but, lots of but lots to of the cases. other person, you are escaping them. You are avoiding them. Like, I don't know, someone that you have a hard time, someone that you have a hard time loving and you know deep down in your heart that God is telling you to still love them. But yet you're struggling to even have a conversation with them. No, I think that's escapism then, isn't it? Is it? Well, you you said it was, yeah. I'm just asking for clarification. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I think I think it's definitely escapism. It's got, if God's telling you that you need to love that mm. person, then like, yeah, you know that you're being selfish if you're if you're not doing it, even though even though it's it's hard. But at the same time, like, yeah, there are people that are energy draining. Well, we had a uh, I had a I had a motivational talk once um, at at school where where he you heard people, or had. I heard one. Oh. The, yeah, there was a guy that came in and he called people mood hoovers. Um, mood is, hoovers? Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Whoa, what's that mean? It's, it's so tacky and cheesy. They suck all the energy out. Is that what it is? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, there are people that are mood hoovers. I call them, um, what are they called? Emotional vampires. <laughs> right, yeah, same thing. <laughs> mm. There are. Yeah, you need to. You do need to take time away to to make sure that you're not being burnt out through that. But that's not escapism. Escapism is like you seeing seeing the phone call come in and instantly hitting rejects that call, right? With that, when you're <laughs> no matter how you feel. <laughs> I received a phone call like that during my week off, and my friend said, "Anzi, I'm really surprised you accepted that phone call." I was like, "Well, I was on my phone and I was free and I had energy." <laughs> mm. There you go. Yeah. And I thought, actually, I will respond to this phone call. And this person who was in dire need, that person said, thank you for answering. I, you are the fifth person that I just called. And that, yeah, that, that really like, got to me. Like five people, no, four people prior to me rejected that phone call. And that got me a bit sad. Why? Because every, there are people that are in need out there in the world. Yeah. Are we not told yeah. to help and love one another we are right but yet why are we justifying escaping from from them (laughs) i'm not justifying escaping from them are you but you said there are some people that we need to that's not escaping from them is it like there's a there's a difference between like a life or death situation Mm. and like somebody that that is constantly um coming to you, using you as a crutch almost. 
loving that person doesn't mean that you have to answer every phone call. You know, like loving people doesn't always mean just being nice to them. That's not that's not always a loving thing to do. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, I think people is a hard one. Yeah, people's um, a hard one. There are boundaries, I think. That's what it is. You have to have clear-cut boundaries, and sometimes it can be quite draining and taxing. But, um, yeah, this is the nature of a broken world. Escaping! So, Ben, I came across this article that was talking about escapism theology. Right. And I, this is all new to me. Basically, escapism theology is a concept that humanity, like, you don't need to focus on the earth because we are just, as the Bible says, we are just sojourners, um, just visitors on this earth, uh, en route to heaven. And the theology behind it is that heaven is my home and there's no place for me here on earth. I'm just a stranger in a foreign land. But our citizenship is in heaven. I'm going to focus just on heaven and that's it. Uh, my salvation has been received. I don't care about you. I'm just going to go. So, yeah, I guess I read this article. I guess um, those statements are all, are all in the Bible, except I don't care about you. Um, like they're all biblical, right? They're direct quotes. Um, and it is important that we know that we are sojourners, right? Like that we are not of this world but i guess it depends then what do we do with that knowledge like what do we do with our um with our identity as citizens of heaven does it mean that we shrug our shoulders and not do anything uh, and don't yeah yeah you know like in the same way that like oh i'm a citizen of the uk so if i'm on holiday and i notice like in in some foreign country and i notice some amount of poverty, I could shrug my shoulders at that and say, you know what? Well, I'm a citizen of the UK, so I don't have to, um, I don't have to worry about this poverty. It's not my responsibility, this, right? Yeah, or this injustice, or this, um, this, these freedoms that are being taken away. Like I'm, I'm, I'm UK, so it's not not a problem for me because we have freedom. It's the same thing, I guess, that that we're in danger of doing as Christians, uh, where we we don't care about the world. Yeah, or we don't. We don't see it. What's the point of of fixing it when we live in a broken world? Yeah, it's fallen. There's no point fixing it because it's just one drop in the big ocean. Yeah. And, you know, it can be it can be like the more we talk about this, actually, the more I kind of understand why that's a thing. Obviously, understand why that's dangerous, but I understand why it's alluring for people. Yeah, because it's like the same thing as why we escape from our work like in in video games or or watching tv like it, it we reach a point where or procrastination it reaches a point where it's the work that's in front of us is so overwhelming if we try and do it ourselves like how can you how can you fix global warming when there's like these giant companies like deliberately polluting the world and like bribing governments to mm. to keep them like oh you don't want electric cars you know like keep it keep it on petrol because like we're making lots of money we're paying mm-hmm. lots of tax um it's very easy for christians to to do the same thing and go i can't i can't fix that like so and it doesn't I'm like i'm going to heaven so does it matter yeah um, i can definitely see why that's why that's an issue because i guess it's taking it to the other extreme yes we're told to look heavenward and heaven, you know, is our home and we are citizens of heaven. But while we are here on this earth, we do need to be part of this world. Yeah, I mean, N.T. Wright talks about um, like the kingdom of God. Mm. Um, well, not just N.T. Wright, but he, he, I think reading him really helped me understand the kingdom of God as like a place that is in heaven, but it's also a place that's still here now on on earth Earth. yeah and we have a part to play as christians and though it is a fallen world we do need to play a part in helping take action and not be passive otherwise you are living in a christian bubble (laughs) a lot of people living in a christian bubble i love that word you know that yeah you are you are that's one of your catchphrases 
You say that um, a lot about... <laughs> about you? Yeah, you say I have a lot of catchphrases. But it's true, you do. though. Uh, There's a lot of true, Christians yeah. that... They say that they're Christians and they don't do anything. Uh, to be fair, yeah. me too. Me too. There's more that we can always be doing. I think this is a very specific example of of like a lukewarm Christian, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that you're that you're just. In fact, I don't think it's 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 not even lukewarm. It's bad theology. Mm. It's... And yeah, because it's it's not like you haven't understood the gospel. It's like you you haven't heard what Jesus is saying. Like it's it's all about the whole of humanity. It's not just about Jesus died for you, but not your neighbor. Um, so we we do have this responsibility um, to 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 go out and to tell people about the gospel and to to try and establish Jesus's kingdom on earth, and that includes all of that other stuff, right? Like equality and um, getting rid of poverty, and like it's not just about oh, if everyone knows about Jesus, then society and exist as it is. Actually, we should be more eager to change society to make it more like how god wants it that's a lot of reality there ben right and that's where it comes to like the the typical christian answer but like we can't do this ourselves like <laughs> th- like if you think about it there is a reason why we can't me and you can't fix global warming because we are not climate experts or politicians or like we don't have any of those, those skills but what we do have is the holy spirit right and so it's about like that motivation and it's about prayer and believing that that god does want restoration for his people mm. not just in heaven but on earth as well um in spite of all the sin and and so instead of shrugging our shoulders and saying oh you know it's a fallen world what mm. can we do about it mm. actually striving to do to be transformed and to to live a life that is completely different um, and to to stand up to to racial injustice and to poverty and all that stuff. Yeah, the Gospel Coalition calls it um, gospel escapism. And right, like running away from yeah the actual truth of the gospel, just taking yeah. the taking the gift of eternal life and and yeah. escaping Absolutely. the rest of yeah, and just using the excuse that the problem is sin and just ending it that way dismissing dismissing it and just moving on and just ignoring it that yeah but actually we do need to do something about it and not run away from the problem yeah it's hard and, it is and really like hard. You, i think like you said um habits are important and routine is important mm. um and it's not really about like training yourself because it is about the Holy Spirit transforming you. But um, I think our conversation over the past few weeks has like it all comes together because it's it's about we need to be we need to be in the position where we have the energy and the like we're we're in a, we're listening to to God. We're yeah. our, like our time with God is effective and productive because we're engaged and like there's there's all of that depends on on rest and on work and how we see the world and 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 social justice and all of that uh, it all ties together yeah it does i think it's it's a case of as sheep we should be able to recognize the shepherd's voice the moment you can't hear the shepherd's voice is when i would be like oh my gosh what's going on you know am i listening to the the lies of satan but instead, just to be aware that, yeah, Satan comes to steal and destroy and kill. But whether it's for Jesus, he really wants to save us and speak truth into our lives. And so I think when it comes down to is hearing his voice and the moment you are falling prey into addictive behaviors, wanting to escape reality, wanting to justify, oh, yeah, this is just. They're th- that person's sin. I'm not gonna, you know, try and help them. I just want to escape from this, you know, situation, or even just uh, not be active in fight, you know, fighting for for social justice or um, 
things like that. I know for a fact that when you are spending time with God in his word, you will hear from him. And it will be very clear when, you know, the Holy Spirit is convicting you. Yes. To to deal with, you know, X, Y, Z, to deal with this reality, to stop procrastinating. But it boils down to why? Why do we procrastinate? It's denial, isn't it? It's denial. Denial of what? The, the situation that you're in. I was thinking that I, I love the the sheep um here's the shepherd's analogy, voice parable yeah uh it's from reference the book of reference. john yeah yeah is it john um, 10 yeah and so i love 13. the i love the the sheep um bible reference because it it made me think about like oh what happens when you can't hear jesus's voice and you're like alone on a mountain or there's a like a, a dangerous animal about to attack you um and in those times when you're helpless you can like try and run away, but you might not be able to do it. You can try and get yourself out down from the the mountain that you've climbed up or or whatever the cliff that you're on. Uh, but also, you can just shut your eyes and and like pretend like it's not happening. And I think that's what escapism <laughs> is, right? It's denial, isn't it? Closing it, your it just, eyes. It doesn't make your problem go away. But um, if I can't see him, he can't see me. Exactly. That ordeal. It's denial, oh, that's so right? stupid. It's right? true. It's true. Yeah. The only thing that's gonna that's gonna save you from that cliff or that that wolf or whatever is the shepherd. He's gonna come and rescue you. Yeah. And so, like, if we go back to our original question from our from our listener, mm. like, wh- what can you do, like, when you feel bored or you feel unproductive? It's it's kind of getting that that mindset back, actually. Um, I don't know. What would you say to, to answer that question now that we've talked about it? I think we were made for more. We're definitely made for more than just um, yeah. delving into escapism by playing video games to pass the time. Um, I think that there is a time to enjoy and have this fun, but there is a time to get other tasks done. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is it, it's like we can give a really like, um, a glib answer here like we talked about it on the work episode god does want us to work yeah like if you've got work to do whatever it is school work or uni work or a job um god wants us to to do those things well um so so yeah do it um if you if you actually do have loads of free time at the minute then think about what we've just been talking about like about social justice and and like the kingdom of heaven on earth you can spend time with god now and and spend time praying and asking the Holy Spirit to to like equip you and enable you to to go out and do those things. Yeah. Like if you've got this free time, you can learn a new skill to do that. If, like if you feel I want to tackle this, I want to be part of the solution for this particular problem, yeah. but I don't know how. Then if you if you've got free time, learn a new skill. Like yeah. we have all access to all of this stuff now as well. Is um, you can learn anything if you try. I, I agree. I agree, Ben. Because, like, um, so the listener mentioned how, yeah, that person has friends relying on drugs and alcohol to entertain themselves. And I think we as Christians, we are in non-Christians' lives for a reason. And I know that God is able to use you as an instrument to help them. Mm. It is hard work. But in the grand scheme of things, I know that God will still use you to shine light and truth into that person's life. Because right now, you know, the non-Christians, they're just lost. They're trying to seek fulfillment by means that aren't necessarily helpful to them. That is destructive to their soul. And it's really sad. And we should be sad and brokenhearted by, by their actions. But yet we need to be in a place that, you know, we say to God, God, please use me and give me wisdom to know how to help this person who is struggling, especially during lockdown. I know we're all struggling um, and, you know, we all have our different battles during lockdown. And, but, but I also know that, you know, if, if you are free during lockdown, be 
ready to be used by God to help others. Yeah, there's there's no reason why your spiritual life needs to be on pause or like feeling like it's going nowhere. It, just because like actually for a lot of us, the rest of our lives are on pause at the minute. Um, there's no reason why your spiritual life needs to be like that. Like mm. we just need to, I just need to like spend more time with God, like spend yeah. more time praying and reading the Bible and seeing what does he actually say? Forget about like what, what is the t- correct Christian answer for how to, how to do whatever it is. Like just look at what Jesus said in the Bible and, and act on that. And you'll find that you can act on that. And like you said, the Holy Spirit does speak to you and, and reveal himself to you to me pretty much every day that i read the bible there's something that god is telling me um from from that scripture yeah so that's it guys um hope you enjoyed today's episode thanks for sticking by with us as we had a break um but please send in your questions and feedback um we'd love to hear from you guys it's always very useful having feedback and communication from you all uh, yeah, we'd love to. We'd love to hear more of your questions, so that we're not just um, coming up with ideas just between me and Nancy. Mm. Uh, so please send them in. We do rely heavily on you guys because, yeah, us as humans, we need other humans uh, for communication, and so please send them in. Let us have your ideas. All right. Uh, thanks for listening again. Um, you can catch us this time next week. Toodaloo.